Hello and welcome back again to our, to my, to yours podcast on uh, CBT. I'm psychotherapist. I'm Jaime and I'm from online-cbt.com. So today we are going to be speaking about ERP and OCD, uh, mostly because I had in the recent times had quite a few queries about uh how you how I work with it or uh, how does it look like so I thought let's do a podcast for ERP and OCD and perhaps other um, uh, interventions so I decided to give it um, sort of I had some feedbacks from some of the listeners so thank you very much perhaps to make the episode slightly shorter uh, more focus I, I I agree with some of you it was nice to have some guests and I apologize I haven't been on for a while so we're gonna do specifically how a bit of explanation of how it looks and uh, what it is and what it entails and um, yeah and then next episode will be a bit more in detail okay so hope you enjoy and let's move on to what it matters so ERP and OCD So, although some people say that CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy is the gold standard for OCD and related disorders, disease, well, sort of is true. It is true, however, uh, CBT, when you're thinking more of the B, the behavior, has a big element of exposure and response prevention. Um, it is really, really effective, and it is ERP has been shown to have a very high level of success it is really difficult therapy and it takes a lot of from people so people need to make sure that they are willing to be working on erp um in my opinion really this is my opinion uh, and i i work in uk or i'm trained in uk i work mostly in uk uh my However, my client base is all over the world. Uh, it's transcultural, translingual. Um, I must say that in the UK, there is a lot of emphasis on the cognitive model um, delivered by a UK uh, therapist, sort of psychologist, which is the, sort of what has been used more. And there are a lot of models that are a trauma-based model, there is a sort of an emotional, cognitive, uh, the British one is more cognitive and more, it has other elements to it. I do take from it, I do use it because there is some research showing that actually the combination of two is better for people. So there is that element of cognitive and and behavior however I really mostly use ERP especially with some of the elements of it that could be ERP that could be visualizing ERP that could be imaginal exposure that could be imaginal exposure to catastrophic events or future events and so on and so forth however I am aware that I do EMDR and there are some EMDR protocols and EMDR interventions for OCD um, and also um, it's really positive to have a wide experience of therapists and a wide knowledge of it so you can integrate. So therefore you can do some CBT, ERP, trauma, and you can do trauma through CBT or EMDR. So 
Having said that, let's go into the meat of it. So what is exposure therapy, right? So the exposure and pre response prevention. So it's exposure. Exposure sort of is, it relies on the behavioral principle of called habituation. Habituation in lane terms, getting used to. So we are getting used to something, right? So you can get used to the feeling of anxiety, you can get uh, feelings of overwhelmness, you can get used to of the distress of the thoughts, you can get used to the thoughts. Uh, and with time, these things sort of are less impactful. Interestingly, with the thoughts, so interestingly, you will get more used to, to your physical sensations and they are less overwhelming, sort of your threshold of your tolerance increases, so you feel less overwhelmed with your thoughts. In fact, what it shows is the less we are sort of pushing those thoughts away, the less we are ruminating in the thoughts, the less we are trying to do things to avoid thinking about something, actually, the less they come back. So if you are here today, if you're listening to this or you're thinking to find therapy, what you might notice is that you've been doing certain things for a long time and your difficulties haven't changed, right? So what it happens is these all behaviors, cognitive behaviors or physical behaviors, maintain the difficulties. What it happens is by breaking the cycle, breaking the link, or between the fear or sort of the repulsion of your thoughts or the sort of a negative emotion, then we are extinguishing, we are extinctioning, extinctioning, let's call it extinctioning, um, the actual, we are sort of eliminating, that dies out, it numbs out, it disappears, right? I won't be boring you with it, uh, as you can actually read it online. You can read on extension, habituation, and so on and so forth, um, what's the theoretical basis. Uh, so I, I, I'll be focusing on what it matters to you, which is the, the results. So that's the exposure part of it, and then you got the response of it. And that's what we'll be speaking in the next uh, part. So, response prevention. So, exposure is always or mentioned with the response. So, this is call it ritual, that could be a compulsion, uh, that could be avoidance, reassurance, it's whatever you do, how you respond to whatever it causes the distress. And this is a very important part of the treatment, especially with the rituals or repetitive behaviors, cognitive, cognitive behaviors or physical behavior. So when I'm talking about behaviors, I'm talking things we do that they can see seen by others, that we can that they people think they cannot be seen, and things that we do in our mind. Right. So pardon me. So cleaning, pushing thoughts away, trying to clear your mind, praying, reassurance. We are very creative. So um I always, every time I meet people, I come with more things that I never known before. So really, that's in one hand is good. It shows that people can are really try, really trying very hard to look after themselves and reduce the distress. And at the same time, those behaviors have the opposite action, which is maintaining the difficulties. So let's say, as an example, I would believe that if I get wet. Uh, 
when it rains um, I might come to an illness uh, so if I live 250 days a year in a place that it rains and I decide to stay in then yeah I won't get wet I won't get an illness however I will then not meet friends and not, I won't go to work and so on and so forth in this particular case that could be slightly uh, less likely to happen so the response prevention would be when actually if it's raining then I'm coming out when it rains however it's not that straightforward and we are not back in the time where flooding and throwing people uh, you know or some of the TV shows where people with fear spiders just throw them a million spiders that's not what exposure is so exposure to the response prevention is about finding what impact on your life you want to change so you don't need to be touching feces or touching a spider or having this thought all the time you might want to be able to write a thought down without the distress or you might want to be able just to let the thought pass so without the discomfort right thoughts are like the uh, trickier so now we do that in a way that is safe and the and when the likelihood of an event is very improbable so if my obsession or thoughts are uh, so if, if my obsession is that my thoughts are so powerful that if I think something is more likely to happen then we can work around that with ERP integrating CBT because integrating CBT in this particular ERP is actually your thoughts you're giving a lot of importance to those thoughts and um, tends to be that our mind is quite clever that when the thought is a negative or bad thought in our opinion then that's more likely to happen that if we are thinking something good so if I'm thinking uh, my family will have a great time that's really unlikely to recap recurring if I'm thinking my family is going to be having a really horrible time and maybe more em emotionally attached to that and therefore it'll come back more so the response prevention is based on the on the principle of the learning theory uh, so when their behavior is no longer re reinforced it, then it becomes extinct so we go back again to the theory you did as I said you can retonate online so um, yeah so let's get a bit of a summary now in the next part of it so let's get a bit of a summary so some of you might be in a different position of those simple examples I've given uh, and that's perfectly understandable so it's understanding like we cannot we can there is no generic there is an underlying of uh, that we you know you can't see people suffering you can't see people developing behaviors so it's an, an understanding that actually the exposure to what is the fear or what is the distressing element with the response taken away so doing something different doing the opposite that we sort of ultimately have a different effect curious um, that that's that way and actually if you have been doing it if you have been doing it the other things for a long time and it hasn't changed maybe that's because you're searching for some help now okay so it's very important to they should be evident uh, that you need to be willing to tolerate some discomfort 
until the habituation develops. So you can check my website, there is a link um, around the website, which I can't remember now, that will show you some of the graphs, okay? Uh, I'll put it, I'll, I think I'll put it in the next um, uh, podcast. So that, so, so when the, when you're participating in this therapy with me or anyone else, you need to be sure that this, you're doing this voluntary. You don't, you're not pushed, you're, no, you're willing to change. Uh, you're well prepared in advance for the therapy. So that means that your therapist, let's say me, would make sure that you understand what this is happening. And we start in a point that is comfortable for you. And we can always, always take a step back. The, we sometimes uh, misjudge, I must say, the misjudgment of people tends to be in the lower end. People thinking I won't be do I won't be able to do this very little thing, and then they are doing and thinking actually this is not really difficult at all, and they step two or three times out of the the ladder, and uh, that's what it what it happens more often than not. However, sometimes then the higher one is harder than what they think. Now, having said that, and the willingness, then we need to reflect on. Do let's say you have uh, contamination fears. So, do I need to leak a toilet? Do I need to leak the the doorknob of a busy, you know, high street door? Um, well, you might not, because really, realistically, no one is going to do it. However, what you will be thinking is, yeah, okay, I'm happy to touch the doorknob, and then I'm going to it without washing my hands five times. So you might say, well, I, I touch the, the handle once and then I'm happy to touch the clothes and put those clothes on, right? Or have a sandwich without washing my hands. L the likelihood of something happening in that, in that situation is very low. Otherwise, most of the people around us will be getting sick constantly. So it's sort of weighing in on that. It's weighing in what is realistic and what is needed, right? So what do you need to get to where you want to go? And where is the ultimate challenge? If you think, yeah, I want to go right to the actual limit of what I can hold. So yeah, go for it. I can work with that. Now, maybe that is not needed. So how we do that, and we'll look more next podcast is sort of we come up with a list we break it down and we crack on that's as simple or as or as hard right so ultimately what i'll be honest with you from from that from that information i want to take with you that you need to be willing you need to be prepared to do the job it's not gonna be easy and um i always put an example it's about a plaster so you can so ultimately when you are doing something um you need to be really ready to pull that trousers uh, that plaster off uh i am aware that if you pull a bit and 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 you pull 10 15 20 times the plaster you will be 10 15 times experiencing pain where if you pull it straight it's painful one and that's done and that's how I see ERP just some cases some cases right is not always the black and white right okay so let's come up to the last part and the sum up and uh, not the sum up let's come up to the last part and I uh, will come in at your end
So, yeah, so this is the very last time part. I hope you enjoyed. Mind, I'm gone through quickly-ish. Um, you can always find more online. You can always drop me an email. You know, um, it's therapy at online-cbt.com. That is therapy at online-cbt.com. And you can drop me a question. Uh, oh, sorry, that's my, if you want therapy. It's actually podcast at online therapy hyphen cbt.com so it is podcast at online hyphen cbt.com so after all those misunderstandings so you can drop me an email ask some questions ultimately the take message um, uh, that I would like you to take is that if you're listening to this if you're looking for therapy it's because at some point you realize that what is happening now, what you're doing it now, or these thoughts that you're trying so hard to get away is not working, right? So in DBT, there is a term called opposite action, right? So it's, that's an emotional regulation, but I always think the ERP as an opposite action, actually. What I'm doing now, it is not working. What can I, what can I actually change? What can I do differently that perhaps may change? Right? It may be not the opposite, it's just different. So is it is not working, this is not working, let's try something else. Now if you're trying something else with the same purpose, it's very likely it's not gonna work. So if the purpose is to stop those thoughts coming back and it hasn't worked in the last months or two months or five years, then it's really unlikely that the new behavior or the strategy is gonna work. So yeah, so ERP, exposure and respiration. Yeah, a very difficult therapy, really rewarding to work with and really rewarding to see people getting better and regaining their, and reclaiming their life, okay? So I look forward to uh, you hearing and your comments and um, I'll be bringing up another podcast in the future on how EAP look like when we work together. Okay, thank you very much and don't forget to drop me an email or visit my website.